Stranger Things 4, Volume 2, 11 Days Away, Just Like Millie B. Yeah, we're in the house. My raps are getting better, just like these hot takes. I'm not wearing a sweater, though. <laughs> I think that's the third podcast in a row that you've started off. I, I like to do it. Do you care? No. <laughs> we are an unusual couple, you know. Welcome back to another episode. Four weeks in a row, unheard of. Look at us. Who would have thought? Not me at all. Not me. <laughs> That's for sure. All right. Well, um, today is going to be a fun little hot takes episode. We've done these before. We've done a hot takes episode for Marvel. Did we do one for Star Wars? Yep. We did one for Star Wars. You guys can scroll back and look at those. Or, or we did a fandom one. I think we did Marvel, Star Wars, and then like a general like. I think we were going to. We never did. Yeah, I don't know. Because we never did like the Harry Potter ones or anything that I had written down. Yeah. Regardless though, today is going to be a Stranger Things version because that's the hot topic right now, you guys. Stranger Things is what's in. Yeah, we're 11 days away. I think volume two is unequivocally my most anticipated piece of media maybe ever. Like over, actually. That was a big word. It's like on par with the hype I had for Spider-Man No Way Home even. Like that big. Oh my yeah, word! Yeah, yeah, it's up there, people. Oh my word! Yep. Should Why? We just do- because we know it's going to deliver. We know crazy shit's going to happen, and we're getting fed like the finale is damn near two and a half hours long. Should we just dive right in? Not yet. Not yet. No, okay. I want to say a few things beforehand. Okay. We are going to give you guys a little backstory on something that happened to us recently. Oh, so true. If, um, uh, so if you don't know, back in May before Volume One of Stranger Things Four dropped, we did a little, you know, Stranger Things, Stranger locations. Things filming locations vlog. We live in Georgia. Most of the shows filmed in Georgia, so we went to like iconic locations. Right? Mm-hmm. It was fun. We said we'll do Volume Two before Volume Two drops. So the other day, take the floor. Yeah, we went to a couple of places, a couple of new ones, a couple of old ones that we wanted to hit again. We get to the end of the day and we go back to Hawkins High School. And if you follow me or Chris on like any of our other platforms, like you've seen us post pictures from inside the school, we got inside the school. Um, we actually saw a TikTok on our For You page, like I'd say maybe two weeks ago, of these two guys that got less in, than even yeah, it was like these not two long guys ago. like got into the gym successfully, and we were like, "How did you do that?" Because when we went, we like walked around the building, like tried to open like all the doors that we could see, and like none of them would open and they're like we just walked in and i was like okay that's not helpful um but when we went back the second time like yes literally like two days ago um this back door to the gym because the way that the building set up there's three there's three buildings there's like the main building there's the building where the gym is and then there's the building where the cafeteria is that they film in and so the back door to the gym section of the building was like open and i was like oh interesting but like Last time we were there, there's fences up. And then this time, the fence was taken down. So there was a way to get to that back door. So me and Chris were like, well, okay. It's open. Let's go on it. Went in. We're in the gym. We're chilling and stuff. And because Volume 1 has recently come out, when we went, we went before Volume 1 came out. So, like, no one was really there because no one was really thinking about Stranger Things. But now that Volume 1's out, it's on people's minds. People want to go to these places. So, we were at the gym and then a bunch of other people started showing up because, you know, the school is a very popular place, a very easy place to find. Um, this, like, woman walks in through, like, the front door and I was like, how, the, how did you open that? Because <laughs> we tried pulling on it and it wouldn't open. But there's also, like, this group of, like, six or seven, like, kids. And I, when I say kids, I mean, like, genuinely, they were anywhere between middle school to, like, early high school age. And they were, like, walking around and stuff. And they were walking from the main building to the gym. When we saw them, as we were walking from the gym to the main building, and we hear, like, an alarm going off inside the main building. And me and Chris are kind of like, that's um, <laughs> alarming. No pun intended. A little bit. But the alarm is only going off in the main building. The alarm, there's no alarm that went off in the gym. No alarm that went off in the room, like the building where the cafeteria is. It was just in the main building. So we like weren't concerned about it. It was like relatively quiet. We were like, it's whatever. Who cares? We were, I was like, I was like, we're not near the group of people. Like if a cop pulls up, like they're arresting like this, gr- these group of children before they come further down. 
to where we are. And so me and Chris are walking around. Actually, the- we didn't even fathom the idea of a police officer coming. Well, no, I said, I said, if a police, like, I remember oh, when yeah, we were walking, yeah. I was like, if a, if a cop pulls up, like, they're not going to come yeah. to us first. Yeah. Um, so me and Chris were walking around the back of the third building because we wanted to see the field, um, like the field that Chrissy walks through. We wanted to find the alley that like Steve and Nancy have all their conversations which in, we did find. which we did find. You'll see those in the vlog. Um, and then I noticed this back door that looks like kind of open. And I'm like, this door leads to the cafeteria. So we open it. We go in. We're in the cafeteria. whoop de doo It's a great time. And then we finish doing our stuff in the cafeteria and we go to leave. Like we're walking here. We go to explore more of the building. And as we leave, we walk past this window. And as we walk past this window, we see the top of a cop car just drive by this, like through this alleyway. And me and Chris were like, we like ducked and we were like, run. So we're like running back through the cafeteria and like back to the door that we came in through. And before, before like we even saw the cop though, like it all happened so fast. So like we're in the cafeteria, there's like a side door. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, there's my car literally like through a door. It was like a parking lot. And then it was almost like in jaws. When you see like the fin of the shark, it's like, we saw this much. It was like the headlights and like the white of the cop car. And it went, and it wasn't a cop car. It was like one of the cop SUVs. Uh-huh. You know? So like, it was like a Chevy and it parked, SUV. And it, it yeah. was parked in this out, like to give you a map. If you're watching the video version, hold my mic for me real quick. Hold it right here. This is where Chris's car is parked in front of the building. And then this is like an alleyway right here. And then in the other building. So that's the main, the main buildings over here. Cafeteria buildings here, a little tiny alleyway. And then Chris's car is parked in this very first visitor spot. And this cop car drives up from the back of the alleyway and then just sits right there, right next to where Chris's car is parked right in the alleyway the only way that we can get like that's the alleyway we walked down to get behind the building so if we were to retrace our steps to get to chris's car like we would have had to walk by the cop car to put that into like perspective for you yep and so we start running and we run back to the door that we like came through and you'll see all this in the vlog and right my when, vlog's out as this goes up by the way oh well look at that yeah right as we get to the door um mine will be up eventually by the way <laughs> we get to the door that we came in from and I, I tell Chris, I'm like, Chris, stop. Don't open the door. Don't open the door. Because in my head, I'm like, if there's two cop cars, like, or if there's like two police officers, if one of them's walking around and we open this door right now, like we are caught red handed. Like, don't open the door yeah. until we can tell yeah. like who's out there. And while she- I'm, I'm really good in situations like this. <laughs> I'm right? not. Chris I, is not. I'm traumatized because when I told him to stop and he looked at me, I like started hyperventilating. He was like, he, I've never <laughs> seen him shaking more in his entire life. He was like borderline, <laughs> like on the brink of tears. It was bad. And I remember the shit out I of had me. To I like, don't. I had to like look at him. Well, and I like, had to like whisper yell at him. I was like, Chris, you need to pull <laughs> yourself together because if you're acting like this, we are not making it out of this situation. Do you understand me? Well, like I hate, hate like breaking the law. Yeah. Because of like, there's that risk of shit like that happening. And, like, I remember I'm traumatized because this is a super side, quick side rant. I was ding-dong ditching in, like, middle school in broad day, like, oh. a dumbass. And this dude, like, chased us down and, like, cut me and some people off. No, some dude from his house chased oh, us shit. down, cut us off, and, like, yelled at us. And, like, it just freaked me out. So, oh, I'm always like, I don't baby. know. I just don't want to do stuff like that. Especially because we are making content. I don't want to, like, jeopardize that by doing something stupid. And, oh. but, but in the heat of the moment, I was, first of all, literally, I think it was probably 110 115 degrees yeah it was really hot in the cafeteria no air it was already like 100 outside and so it was like literally an oven so i was sweating my ass off and then that we saw the cop and i like my heart like literally sank so far and i was like we just got to get out of here right now and so we i i started running you'll see the video and like right when the footage ends is when like she was like cam was like don't open the door yet just because you know it might she she was like don't open the door yet because there might be two of them and i was like well, if we sit in here long enough and he gets out to investigate and we're in here, we're fucked. So we just need to get out now. And so when we, we so walked we out, out, we walked out and we, I'm like, I'm like, act like we're looking at the field, act like we're looking at the field and me being, you know, the genius that I am, I was like, it's going to be fine. We're going to walk around the building and we're just going to be the most lovey dovey that we've ever been in our five years of our relationship. <laughs> and we're going to act like two people that live near the school that want to take a walk around to look at it. And then as we're working our way around the building, I'm like, wait, take your memory card out of your camera. I, I think like, I you, I actually was like, what if he what if he asked for memory cards? Right. I and said I that. said I said take it out of your camera. Yeah. I put our memory cards in my bra, in case if if I had it all planned out. I've I've never I have only had to sweet talk. Well, actually, no. I've only been pulled. I've only been pulled over in my life once, and I didn't even really sweet talk the police officer. Then I just was crying and 
I was like, I wouldn't even know if I was crying. I think I was just like shocked. And the police officer was like, I can tell like you're, you didn't mean to like do that. So like, it's fine. Just don't do that again. But I was like, I know if I had to, I could sweet talk a cop, not to brag or anything, but you got to put the pretty privilege to use when you can. Right. So I was like, I can sweet talk this cop. If he asked to see what's on our cameras, I'll be like, we're so stupid. We forgot our memory cards. So we've just been taking a walk around the building, just looking around and stuff. Like we've just been walking around the outside because we left our memory cards at home like idiots <laughs> how could we <laughs> like I was ready I had everything played on my head and we're walking around the building and I'm like to hold my hand and just act like you're looking around and it's fine and then we walked up to our car and he didn't say anything to us and it's funny too because like when we were walk well two things one when we, we right when we walked out of the cafeteria door you were like looking around to see if the cop was there and so I was oh yeah I wanted like, to, I thought they I thought they would like drive away but he like yeah, parked in the alleyway and, and his like, car was on <laughs> and there's video footage of me saying as we before we walked in the cafeteria i was like i think i hear a car and you were like you think there's a cop <laughs> you were like i don't think like, that was the cop I, though I, I, know, I know but you were like there's no way or you you said something like that well i gotta tell you it shit to funny. get you to believe it i know you're a manipulator and not not in like a it's in a it's a positive manipulation you're a though you're a slytherin yeah anyway uh <laughs> but like there's footage of me walking around is what i'm trying to say while yeah, you yeah. went am i allowed to keep going yeah okay we we walked out of the cafeteria mm-hmm. and you like went to see if the cop was there. Mm-hmm. In my like panic, I'm just like recording the field. <laughs> There's like footage of me like just I keep zooming in and out to make it look like I'm doing something to the field. And then I said something. I was like, uh, there's the field guys. <laughs> and then I like just zoomed over a little different. But uh, it was funny. Like Cam said, we walked up. I literally didn't say anything. When we walked out and the cop was still there in visibility, you like you started like talking and you were like, oh, well, you started yeah, saying you bullshit. But like I was make just it like. Look like- no, I didn't say anything. I, I but I didn't look scared. I was just like, no, I, I, I looked confused. I was like, what? I, I literally played that up. I was like, is there a cop there? And I didn't look at him once. Walked right in front of his car. Got in my car. Turned it on. Literally put the car in reverse in front of him. Did like a three point turn and left. Yeah. Um. And, and, then, and honestly, that was it. <laughs> in retrospect, looking back at it, I literally don't think that cop cared at all about people being there. Fuck no, because I there were other like, people there taking. Yeah, pictures there were people still at the gym. Out. I think that li- literally that cop probably has to go out there once every other week when an alarm accidentally gets triggered because they that's just like his job and he's yeah. like i know that this is only happening because he stranger likes things. he's like yes i don't have to yeah he's probably like i can just have to sit in my car it's yeah. whatever um so we were probably freaked out over nothing and um i don't know about chris but i'll definitely go back to the school at some point because it was fun with gas prices being so high i don't want to go back right now but like eventually it's not that far of a drive it's like an hour drive and it adds up yeah, yeah, yeah. I Whatever. mean, we filmed so much good footage there, but yeah, hot we could takes film time. More. Okay, so that was our little fun little story time about what happened to us recently. Um, also, real quick, I'm gonna say congratulations to Chris because he hit um, 20k on 20k subs. No, wait, yeah, 20k uh, subs on. Yes. That sounded like wrong to say for some reason on YouTube. <laughs> congratulations! Thank you. He doesn't like getting complimented, but I'm going to do it Thank anyways. you guys for showing support. It means a lot. If you're here from my YouTube or Cam's YouTube. Maybe we should start posting shorts on the, yeah, pod, we, the podcast. I mean, maybe, yeah. Shorts is, shorts is cool. Okay. We're going to go through some hot takes. I asked you guys on my Instagram um, to give us your Stranger Things hot takes. We'll probably sprinkle in a few of our own throughout this as the conversation starts to flow. And drop yours in the comments if you're on the video version. Like, even if we don't talk about them, give us your thoughts on every hot take in the comment section. If you watch the whole thing, hit the like button. And also, you can listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all that stuff. So, true. Okay, the first hot take, which is extremely hot, by the way. I'm not in love with Eddie. Don't murder me, please. Well, you're just incorrect, and I don't know what else to say to you. I don't even know if this is like... Here's the thing. (laughs) I really like the character of Eddie. I do. But. But. It's always a but. It's always a but. He is like the new heartthrob character that they introduce, which is like every season kind of in a way. And so like it's so cool to like hop on this train. But like I'm loyal. I'm a loyal hoe. You're a loyal hoe. And like Steve is my guy from the day one. The thing is. So like I'm not going to abandon him and be like, oh, kill Steve. That's fine. Give me Eddie. I don't want them to kill Steve. For me, in terms of just looking at steve and eddie i just eddie caters to my type more you know what i mean like my type is bucky barnes not captain america you know it's one of those things 
whatever makes you comfortable or whatever <laughs> justifies it in your head. <laughs> the fuck is that supposed to mean? I'm saying like. I still think no, Steve is. If you're talking still, about your type and like I'm your boyfriend, like I have <laughs> ten times more similar. My to Steve type than outside of you. Okay. Like my type <laughs> fictionally. I guess. Because if we look at my repertoire <laughs> of fictional men. <laughs> Jesus Christ, that's a long list, by the way. <laughs> Shut up. Am I so wrong? Whatever. You're going to sit there and tell me that I'm wrong? <laughs> um, long story short, we love Eddie in this household. I like for, Eddie quite a bit. For, no slander of him, but I am saying I, I can see why you might not absolutely love him because I think that he is currently the most, like, probably overhyped character in the show, but that's not a bad thing. His scene was going to be so sick with the guitar. And again, people, Cam is, Cam's facial reaction right there is the is the visualization of like having a take and saying overhyped and people thinking that means you don't like something. Well, we've got because a couple. We have correlate. a, there's an, there's a hot take in here saying something's overrated and I think you're going disagree, to okay. disagree with it. We'll so. see, but I love Eddie Munson. I do. I hope he lives. Me too. I think he'll be the one to go, but we may get into that later. I don't know if a take revolves Me around too. that. Me too. Sorry. Got distracted. Steve Supremacy. Um, um, this next hot take is I was not sad at all when Billy died. I have opinions on this. Here's the thing. Discourse on how you feel about the character of Billy aside. If you didn't cry for Max in that scene when she like falls to her knees and he's like, Max, I'm sorry. And she's crying and she like is sobbing into Eleven's arms. Then you're soulless because I felt so bad for Max in that scene. Like regardless of if you like the character of Billy or not, like that scene was sad for Max. I agree completely. And like even then, it's just a really well done scene from like the music and the, and the direction and like the shot of him Gorgeous. when he's like s- standing there and he like looks up and, and he just looks completely com- done. Like it's such a well done scene that it draws out that emotion for me. Did I love Billy? I didn't love him. I thought he was one of the better characters that was introduced. I mean, I he had a Dager nice arc going hot. for him. Damn good performance. And like I said, his sacrifice just meant more because we saw Max and even like Eleven's face and even like everyone's face. Yeah. Like Billy wasn't friends with those people, but you no, could see Billy, that deep yeah. down inside him, Billy was still there. Yeah. And there was a little bit of like a turnaround for him. So that's why it's a well done scene. Oh, poor it, Billy. I didn't cry. I don't cry in a lot I of cried. deaths, but like it is sad in my opinion. I cried a little bit. It is still sad. Max is and, my uh, girl. I don't understand the overwhelming recently, like more so than not, like this like anti Billy. It's because it's, this it, is it, the first time Stranger Things has been talked about with the I internet guess, as big as it is. And I'm not an advocate for his actions. I'm just saying No, like, same. Like I think that, I think it's 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 tricky because I definitely think in season two, like they wrote the character of Billy to be racist, but then they dropped that in season three. So it's like kind of a tricky thing where there's like people in the the internet they're like uh people that have billy as like their favorite character just choose to ignore that he's racist and it's like are they really ignoring it or did the duffer brothers literally decide to drop that plot point you know what i mean because the duffer brothers had it written for him to like say the n-word and then dacre was like i'm not gonna do that (laughs) so it all depends it's you know people are what they are on the internet so you do what you can okay next hot take season one is my least favorite season it's still amazing would you like to have any input before I? Uh, I already know what your thoughts are, but like. I made a 30 minute YouTube video like, about I my mean, thoughts. I mean, the thing is like, that's someone's opinion. Like that's, they're justified in having any opinion. <laughs> that's this uh, whole video. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just like, I think that it's, it's like, of the four seasons, like that is the one that has the right to be, I, I'm trying to figure out how to word this. Of the four seasons, all the others deserve to be at the bottom like compared to that what i'm trying to that's not what i mean let me let me try and word this right please okay you got it oh, so there's four seasons laid out in front of you yes right? one two three four yes one can be season one can be year one two or three it has no right to be number four for anybody in my opinion well, that's my two cents i got news be, for you because here's why it's just like seriously it's one of the best written seasons of the show yes. it's it started everything that we love now mm-hmm. it could have ended like everything wrapped up perfectly where it could have just ended as a mini series. Mm-hmm. And I think that it's just like so easy, not only in Stranger Things, but other fandoms for people to just disregard what started at all. I disagree. I think it's harder for people to disregard what started at all based on nostalgia. Like okay. I think people, people will be like, Oh, season one can't be the worst season. Cause it started at it all. It's the, it, 
it gave us everything about Stranger I Things. I don't see anyone talking about Phase One MCU. I'm a defend. I'm a defender, but like I'm just saying, like I think okay for those of you that if you don't follow me on YouTube or whatever, if you didn't see my YouTube video, I made like a 30 minute long video talking about season two of Stranger Things and how I don't think it's the worst season because it gets so much slander on like Twitter and TikTok and all that stuff as being the worst season of Stranger Things. And I think every season of Stranger Things get, gets better and better and better. I think the Duffer Brothers continue to outdo themselves in writing, in character story arcs, in everything that they do. They outdo themselves, special effects, storyline, everything. Therefore, with every season getting better and better and better, one is at the bottom for me. Not in a bad way, though. No, I just think I, season, just like, season two just out. Like, season just two outdoes it. Season two outdoes it. That is, I I disagree. Like that's one of my biggest disagreements ever. The season that opens with some random fuckers in Philadelphia or Pittsburgh or wherever they are. Okay, you're gonna let five minutes of an opening no, of no, an no. episode I'm determine saying, the like, entire season. Oh, let's get into this. I don't mind getting heated here. The first five episodes of season two, five are dealing with this plot about the demo dogs and Dart, and it's all just so forgettable. It's setting things up. like It's it's a whole setup season, which is necessary in the grand scheme of the show. All of season two is just set up for where the... like. There's nothing wrong with that. It season- is just the weakest and slowest-paced season by far, in my opinion. And I like it a lot. It ends with a bang. Episode six, uh, seven's garbage, worse than the entire show. And then eight and nine. Six, eight, and nine, that's a great triple feature. But, like, one through five, like, they're just doing the same old dilly-dally. Oh, we're running around, you know, Hopper, The something's wrong with the pumpkins. We're just, it's just, it's almost a rehash of, like, season one, in my opinion. I don't dislike it. That's the thing is where you probably think, I hate no, its guts. I, I like it. it. Go go ahead. The thing is, is, like, yeah, it does, it takes a lot of things from season one, and it does rehash it, but I think so it, how is it does it for the better how is it if it's rehashing like how is it better than how is it improving upon the first season okay That's so what I, I think the mind flare is a cooler concept of a villain than the demogorgon okay but they take the demogorgon their iconic season one villain and yeah. they take it and they put it into a thing called demodogs so it's close to the same thing but it's not correct so you have that plus the mind flare so you already have two great villains that yeah. they have to tackle in this season what was your other reason that you didn't like? You don't like. I'm saying them it's extremely slow paced. Like compared to the other, all the other seasons, this is the one that takes longest to kick it into that next gear. I don't feel like it does. Like, like it, it until like episode six. I get That's bored. The first one I get I'm bored like, watching season one. That to each their own, but like season one, I've seen the most, like by far. How many times have you seen season two? Mm, two and a half, three times. How many times have you seen season one? Five to seven. I, th- I like genuinely. I really feel like this is the same. Um, oh, don't do it! Don't don't do it! I know what you're gonna say. This is the same concept as how you've seen the first two Harry Potter movies the most, because by the time you finish the second one, you're like you're like you give up on your marathon. You know what I mean? You've seen season one the most because that's where you start your rewatch, and then that, you just the thing. The thing about up. that is like I didn't get. I couldn't get into it. Like I'm into all of Stranger Things. I'm into it. Like I like. See, you, you you've probably convinced yourself. <gasps> Have you convinced yourself that I hate season two? Yeah. You're delusional. Name one thing you like about it. I love season two. Name one thing you like. I love the introduction of Billy. I love the introduction of Max. Bob's death is extremely Here impactful. I am. This freaking soundtrack Rocky is kick-ass. Like the last three episodes, game. as I have said within the last five minutes, are fantastic. <laughs> but. Y- <laughs> I, I don't want to go in on you, but like I feel like you're doing the thing that's we're in social media where it's like, oh, if you know, this is my least favorite. If you, you hate it, you hate it. Just like if I put something in the bottom of my phase four ranking. I want to. Why put- is Chris? Why is Chris a Marvel hater? He hates this. It's my ranking. Something has to be at the bottom, and it's season two. I, I think that it is put- the most flawed season. I still enjoy it. Flawed. I want to put you and Jenna. What, so one is your most flawed season. No, I don't think any of the seasons are flawed. I want to put you and Jenna on a phone call. Okay. Because if. <laughs> Anybody can advocate for season two. I'm I'm hearing you Shanna. out. I hear out season two. I'm not I'm not saying it's a bad season. I'm saying compared to the other three, it is my least favorite. And I think saying season one is like least favorite, like that's your opinion. I can't say no, you can't have that. But like if you were to say it's the worst, if someone were to say that, that would be problematic. Well, moving on to the next hot take that I also agree with. Max is by far the best kid. 
And I agree. The, the, yeah. I mean, like, like. As of season four, volume one, yes. Real and true. I love Dustin. I think the top two contenders for best kid are Max and Dustin. Yeah. I agree. And as much as I They're love Dustin, kids. like. I don't know. For me, I think I just side more with like the, the like the sarcastic type of character as opposed to like the comic relief type of character. And I think Dustin's more comic relief and Max is more sarcastic. Yeah, yeah for sure. I will say this. I think they're the two lead kids this season. And mm-hmm. I think that the uh, Dustin erasure needs to stop because a lot of people <laughs> online, a lot of people online are being like, there's Dustin. Erasure? All he does is make jokes. I'm like, okay. Take his ass out and see what those fucking idiots no, get done. No, he's definitely the smartest. Take him out and see what they get done this season. He's you the fools. <laughs> it, it gets me mad. They're like, Dustin's just sitting there being stupid and making jokes the whole time. I'm like, for sure. Then he would nothing would have happened in the in the finale of this. Or Dustin, excuse me, episode seven. Dustin like cracks half the case every season. Ba-da-ba-da-boom. Yeah, Dustin literally is. He. How about this? I think Max is the best, but Dustin's my favorite. That's, yeah, I know. He's your favorite. Um... So I agree. Max is the best kid. Okay. Period. When we agree on something. Yes. Um, next hot take. Eleven is overrated. Agreed. <sighs> it agreed in the tricky. sense that like people have her as like the best character in the show. And I disagree with that. Yeah. She's it's, a great character. It's, it's hard to say. Cause like Eleven's storyline has been the most out of every storyline in, in all seasons. Eleven storyline has been the most wishy washy. Like I think she's, really fun and interesting in season one and i think she is the weakest point of season two like if it wasn't for her i think season two would be i think also that really good her storyline in season four was pretty much not dreadful because i enjoyed watching it <laughs> but like it was a damn drag they talk about until that's another hot take later episode seven yeah um i think it's hard to say um like it's it's just it's tricky because i i want to be like yeah she is kind of overrated but also like feels almost wrong saying that about her because in a way she's kind of the main character so like i think she's not overrated just we don't really know the whole story for her yet so like feeling like seeing people hype her up so much feels weird because i don't like we really don't understand like what 11 is all about yet yeah that's a fair take for sure um this next one i know we're gonna agree with and it's definitely not a hot take mike's character arc has been awful since season two yeah absolutely Facts. like they could kill him off right now and i mean like that's fine like he is probably I'm not like, saying i support his death but i mean <laughs> do what you gotta do mike <laughs> is like one of the deaths i probably would not cry over i maybe i'd cry because i'd be seeing will and 11 cry but like like th- i wouldn't cry if mike died like i wouldn't be upset about it he's I, regressed He's just mean, and he just sucks. Like, season three, Mike gives me an ick, genuinely. Like, I just hate looking at him. He's a horrible friend. He, like, gives up on... He he has... Has he even spoken to Dustin since, like, season two? I don't know, but all I say is this. After he gives Hopper attitude... Hopper, he should Dude, have had his, his. He should have had his ass dra- drug outside and bitch slapped silly by Hopper. Yeah, that's uh, the way he treats Hopper in season three is fucked up. Another thing that's fucked up is in season three where he's like f- bullying Will for wanting to play D anD D, and he's like, "What did you think we were gonna sit in my basement and play and play games for the rest of our lives?" And then he goes to high school next year and joins the D anD D team. And he's dismissive of Will when he sees him. Yes, Callie. he's mm. so mean. He's, he's like, like oh, hey. his entire character like, arc. Who are you? Since season two, his entire character arc has just been to be obsessed with Eleven, and like that's just not doing it for me anymore. Yeah, they haven't done much with him. I didn't write this down, but someone said they talked about my story, and they said that the build up to Mike and Eleven's relationship was better than their actual relationship, and I would have to agree with that I concur. statement. I concur. I really would have to agree. All right, next hot take. I don't think Steve and Nancy should get back together. Interesting. There's a couple of Stancy, Nancy, Jancy hot takes up in here. Um, what do you I, think? I think they should. I think that they're a great match for each other. I mean, and I think that the writers have been setting us up for them to get back together just to kind of break our hearts in one way or another. Oh, which shit. We, <laughs> Don't talk about it. Next week will be like our final predictions episode. <sighs> but um, yeah, I, I think they deserve each other. And I think they're just, they're better for each other. I mean, yes, early on, Steve's kind of a jerk, but <laughs> like growth yeah that's they're with so each other true. at the end of season one that's this is true 
They are. Steve's a loyal hoe. Steve is loyal. Um. Steve also never took secretive photos of her. So true. Steve's like not a, a pervert. Um. I like I like Steve and Nancy. I really do. I think Steve's been a bit of a whore in this season. He's got a, he's had quite a few ladies on his hands, but I think he's only ever really had eyes for one girl, and I think that girl is Nancy. Real and true. Now this next hot take, <laughs> I don't think you're gonna agree with, but I have my thoughts on it. Robin is overrated. Thoughts. Robin's a queen. <laughs> my fourth favorite character in the show. Um, I won't, I don't like the slander. Like I can get, I, if I'll hear you out when I'm ready for say, but I don't like the slander of people being like, she sucks. Like kill her off. Oh no, like, I'm not like, like that for sure. Pe- people are like, she's so annoying every time she talks. I'm like, what? I disagree strongly. I think that she adds a lot of life and just charm to this group. Uh, she's a great like wingman for Steve. The, anytime hell her relationship with Nancy is awesome in this season. She adds a lot of value to the show. Um, and I just, I, I agree. she's such, she's just a charming character. I love, I, I love her. love Robin so much in season three and I love her in season four. She's also my fourth favorite character in the show. But one thing that has come to my attention while watching season four repetitively, <laughs> repetitively over the past few weeks, I don't know. It feels like every single line Robin says in season four is just for comedic relief. Like in season three, she had a lot of comedic relief lines, but she also had a lot of moments where she was like smart and figuring things out and she was doing a lot of the problem solving. But like every single line she says is to make us laugh or to make us feel relief. And they've written her like extra, extra ADHD this season, which I'm allowed to say because I have ADHD. And it's just like, they wrote her very like spastic, which she wasn't as spastic in season three. And it's like, it's not bad, but it's just like once you notice it, everything, once you notice that all she does is say things for comedic relief, it's like the only thing you can notice when you watch her talk in season four. And I kind of just, I want them to give her more. Cause one of the things I was so excited for for season four was to get more of the character of Robin and like, I feel like we haven't it's just very she's very like we dove so much into her character with that scene surface level this season yes like we dove so much into her character in season three with like her telling steve that she is a lesbian and all that great stuff and i was like oh my god she's great i can't wait to see where we go with her and then they just like crawled their way up back to the surface and now she's just like a very flat and stagnant character to me and i don't get why they did that like every every single thing she says is just to make someone laugh yeah, I guess uh, she's a lot. She's a lot more of a comedic presence. Um, uh, isn't she kind of smart though? Like, isn't she? She is smart, but not in this season. I thought she was like helping crack the code with Nancy. I mean, she is, but like Nancy's doing a lot, most of that work. Like, like she's yeah. only there with Nancy because they didn't want Nancy to go alone. And then she's like, "Well, I offered to go with you because you said this was a shot in the dark, but I didn't know you actually meant it was a literal shot into like a deep, dark black hole type okay, of dark." Yeah. And it's just like, yeah, I don't she know. helps like a little bit, but not like Nancy, I think carries most of the weight in that Fair. in the detective work for Victor Creel. And then she has, she has her one speech uh, when they're trying to talk to Victor Creel, but like even Correct. that is still meant to be funny. Like it's not even real. So I don't know. That's just my, I still love Robin. She's fourth on my character list. It's just like, I don't know the way that they wrote her this season is kind of like kind of irritating me a little bit just because i wanted them to give her more and i feel like they gave her less than they have in season three I, that is fair but also at a certain point they're juggling so many characters right now is where true. is she on the priority list that is true that is true that's just like that's you know but like give her lines that aren't comedic relief every five seconds you know just give her something else maybe that's fair um <laughs> this next one speaking of all the characters they have to juggle um this next hot take eddie actually isn't a good character I think he's a good character. So I on. disagree. <laughs> we don't need to. You disagree with what I just I said? I know. I disagree with the hot oh, take, okay. silly like, goose. I was like, what the fuck? No, okay. no, 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 no. I think he is a good character. I think he's a fun time. And I think he's going to <laughs> save everybody. <laughs> what if they just don't kill anybody? That'd be really nice. People, it's not set in stone. We, if they don't we, kill we're anybody. Doing the, we're doing the Game of Thrones thing where it's like, oh, they're going to kill 50 people. And it's like. Yeah historically has the show killed that many people the answer is no no i there's one big death procedure no for a fact that if 
they didn't kill anybody this season uh, i think a lot of people would be really pissed but i'd be pretty happy i'd be like i'm good because they can kill anybody they want in season five if it's the last season and i know i'm not going to see any of the characters again kill whoever you want i don't even care well i do care i'd like for some of them to stay alive but you know what i mean i think someone needs to die in order for their for the stakes to be felt <laughs> like like think about it if no one dies it's like okay then the just... threat isn't the threat is real to these new people who get introduced the Freddie Benson looking kid. Is his name actually Freddie Benson? It's Fred Benson. Just like yeah. <laughs> Carly. I just yeah. pray that it's not Eddie. Lord Vecna, take anyone but Eddie. Jonathan's guys, right there. I'm telling you guys. Jonathan is right they there. They have, they've been, and I know you don't want to hear this either. I don't want to hear it. But listen, they introduced Eddie as a, as a, like a role model to Dustin and Mike in the first episode. And then he's gassing up, you know, to Steve. He's like, you know, that kid worships you, and it's like, dude, he is being introduced to possibly take Steve's spot. You think he's taking Steve's spot? I'm saying that's a possibility. Oh. If I'm looking at it from a writing perspective, introducing someone who's, you know, you the kids look up to him. You think they're going to kill Steve? That's what I'm trying to say. Oh, shit. I thought you were going to tell me that they're going to kill Eddie. No. That's why I started plugging my ears. I was wondering why you were. <laughs> um, they introduced him. He's like a role model to the kids. He's cool. He's funny. Him and Steve kind of have a little bit of a, a banter. Yeah, banter. And like the they've whole got, romance with they've Steve. They've got the chat. The romance with Steve and Nancy's being re sparked, so they're probably going to do something with it. But there's no way they kill Steve. People off. There's no way they're killing See, Steve. See, but everyone's so confident. And any, and that's the funny thing. Every time me and her or me and anyone have talked about it, it's like, oh, there's no way they're, there's no way they're going to kill insert name here. There's no way they're going to kill insert name here. It's like, okay, you're right. They're going to kill Enzo. That's it. <laughs> That'll be super impactful. And I'm not taking a shot at Enzo slash Dimitri. I think he's a great character. But like if that's the biggest character you whose life will be lost, like there's there's bigger fish to fry. Yeah. But just please not Eddie. We'll see. Fifty take, fifty right now. Take anyone but Max and Eddie. Yeah, please. we'll see. What's okay. the next one? The next one is Will and Lucas are useless. That kind of rhymes a little bit. Um, <laughs> Will and Lucas, they're fucking useless. No, they're not. <laughs> I don't... I think they are useful. Think, I think they're very useful. I think there's been a lot of Lucas slander from this season, and I will not fucking stand for it. I love Lucas with my whole heart. He is one of my favorites, and he had a really, really good moment in this season where he, like, misleads jason and that group of people and he like runs and goes to find his friends at the school and all that just because he thought dustin was in trouble when and then dustin's like dude we got more important things to worry about right now like lucas will do any like lucas will do anything for his friends and i love him for that in terms of will it's not his fault that he's in california (laughs) uh will is useless right now i i mean like that so that part of the statement i think is valid like he's he isn't doing shit. None of them in the California storyline. There's no they're... there's no defense of it. They are not doing shit. Well, here's the thing. I think the California storyline is loosely, useless because they haven't been where the action is. If I'm going to break down all the characters in the California storyline, I think Will is the most useful. I think Will is the smartest out of that group of people. If any of them are a waste of space, Mike, Mike's not going to do shit. All Mike cares about is Eleven, and he's annoying because of it. Yeah. Jonathan has about one brain cell left. He's one more <laughs> joint away from just being the dumbest man alive. Yeah. And Argyle's just... If if I have to live in a world, no offense, where Argyle makes it to season five and Eddie doesn't, I'm not going to boycott the show because it's my favorite show, but I'll be pretty damn pissed. If- I, I know you say that as like a joke, but like in actuality... Like killing Argyle would be the most meaningless death in the entire show. So it, like they don't need to who, kill him, just don't put so him in whatever season five. world. So the world we live in is like we're going to live with an Argyle in season five, and in, in Eddie return, better be there too. One of our favorite characters will not be there, but we will still That's have Argyle. That's horrible. That is horrible. So that could be Steve, Nancy, Robin, if Argyle replaced Mac, it, any of them. No, kill him off. I can't. That's <laughs> horrible. That's genuinely horrible. As far as you, Lucas's, um, you know, role, I do think that he's a little bit of like a. A second string player right now like uh, this season in particular he hasn't done much but i'm not saying he's useless he's about i know he's about to sucker punch the shit out of jason yeah. and here's my and thing I look here's my thing i've been saying this all along and in reality the core group the the will lucas dustin mike i forgot him for a second 
they're um they will be at the focus of season five they will be like the main characters that that's do you that's think they're gonna keep is. them all together this time yeah it's it's and i hate to make like marvel comparisons but it's the equivalent of like how everyone got dusted but like our ogs were all together yeah. for the final movie it's the final run you're gonna have your originals together and max <sighs> i don't know i honestly don't please if they kill max and eddie what are you gonna do like this season. So they're not in the final season. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Like, I, gen- I can't even fathom and explain to you. How would you, feel ha- if, how would you feel if they killed Steve? Oh, pissed. But if it fits the story, I mean, we. you know who we're forgetting about? Daddy Hopper. He's coming home, baby. He's coming home with a fucking vengeance. I'd rather keep Max and Eddie. I'd keep Hopper over Max and Eddie. Is that a hot take? Is that a hot take? We're getting spicy. Over Max? Over Max and Eddie, keep Hopper. People with Shad on the Russia storyline, it's like, this man has a second lease at life right now, and I just know that he's going to have... He's he's also, like, to me, like, almost the main character. Well, it's fine, because Joyce is dying anyways. Is Hopper... Is there an argument to be made that Hopper's the main character of the show? Mm, What are the arguments to be made? Like, who... who, Let's get into it real quick. Eleven? I don't have any arguments. Wait. Who who the arguments for who the main character of the show is? You could argue eleven. I mean, she probably is. But like, season argue for someone else throughout four, all four, all four. Hopper is like number two for me. Will. Okay. Joyce. Michael. Hell no. (laughs) Oh man! Moving on to the next one. Making the episodes over an hour long was a horrible idea. I think that's Disagree. an L take. Disagree. Yeah, that's an L take. That I could I could watch fourteen hour episodes of Stranger Things and I would not complain. Uh time for your weekly Disney Plus slander for me. Um <laughs> we've seen shows with episodes less than an hour and it's unfulfilling. And then we have to wait a whole last week. Yeah. So it's just not fun. I think the boys does it right. They do one hour on the dot, which I'm fine with. But these being like an hour 15, I love it. I, I could sit here and watch. I literally I'm not kidding. I could watch two to three hour episodes. The Duffer Brothers, I think, talked about this during Geeked Week. And they're like when we storyboarded out this season and we started we filmed it all. And then we sit down to edit the episodes. And as we're editing it, we're like, oh, sh- like, oh, shit. These are really, really, really long episodes. Like we didn't know that they were going to end up being over out an hour long each. Yeah. Little and then we also didn't even we didn't anticipate to split it into two volumes, um, but thankfully like where we split it like there's a very clear like there's a very good like indication of like where a split could be so, the split worked but that wasn't even like their original intention so, I hope they continue the hour long episodes in season five like I hope they're longer fuck it why not give me more because it's the last season you know yeah. All right, this next one is not a hot take among us, but I think it's a hot take among other people for some reason. Um, Barb is annoying and I hate her. Real and true. I would tattoo that on me if I could. <laughs> yeah, Barb's... Uh, Barb I, is the worst. Barb's you really know what Barb does really for the two, three episodes that she's in the show? She shames Nancy for wanting to hang out with Steve and Steve's friends, and then she slut shames Nancy for wanting to sleep with Steve. And how dare she? Nancy is doing what we all want to do we all as a collective human race would love to sleep with joe curie this is true and barb goes this isn't you nancy how about you shut the fuck up barb all right go go to the pool and just sit there see you i I, I have i have no words for the way that barb swindles her way about her right now is making me nauseous the way that barb swindles her way into every single season of stranger things is beyond me she should have been left in the pool forgotten forever but she comes back every season every season she manages to come back irrelevant ass character all right next hot take which i don't know if you have any thoughts about this but i do i do not ship chrissy and eddie well, Cam. What? Eddie's 20 years old. Okay, well, first of all, that is a good point, though. No, I know. Don't I'm just, I, I was just you, kidding because I made a TikTok yeah, saying, yeah, yeah. like, I thought there was a little bit of a romantic spark, which I think they were clearly kind of setting up, in my, in my opinion. Personally, that's just me. 
I think Here's they were the setting thing. up something there I for a future see, down the road. I can see what and people were like, bro, he's 20. And I'm like, yeah, he is. You're right. I can see why people think that because I think the actors have good chemistry. But genuinely, like, okay, I know we all hate Jason and what he becomes throughout the course of the season. But prior to his literal girlfriend dying, like, he doesn't suck that bad. He's just an annoying jock. Like, like every other jock is annoying. He's a normal jock. And I'm pretty sure Chrissy was very much in love with him. Like, they were genuine. They, like, were, they were genuinely into each other. Like, when he, like, blows her kisses and stuff, like, she blows kisses back. Like, she was into her boyfriend. I think that Grace and Joseph Quinn have very good chemistry. And I think there could have been a romantic opportunity there. But I think a lot of people literally forget that Chrissy was dating Jason. And Chrissy is the reason that Jason turns into, like, this fucking Gaston kill the beast type character. Uh, yeah, for sure. I was just saying, like, I think they were that scene was like, oh, maybe one day she'll leave Jason and maybe Eddie in a few. Years. Like, that's kind of what I was thinking. But you know, I ship them, but I don't want to discredit Christie's relationship with Jason. That's all I'll say. I don't fuck with Jason at all. Sorry. I I don't mind Jason pre Chrissy death. Like he hadn't really done anything bad. He. He's supposed to be a character that we hate, but like in, well, like, in actuality, well, like, well, like, I'm picturing myself. What was like, he doing when Chrissy was out? He was waiting Dying. for her. He was waiting for her to show up. Okay. <laughs> she was like, "I'll meet you there. I have to do something first, aka buy cocaine." Right. <laughs> um. Okay. This next hot take. Um. I'm gonna say who it's from. It's from Emma. All right. She says, "Oh, one is not attractive." I agree. Really. Well, okay, here's the thing. I don't think oh one is attractive. <laughs> I think Jamie Kimmel Bauer is, is a nice looking, mm. looking fella. He's got I mean, his nice moments. he's not moments. ugly, but like not my type. Yeah, definitely not your type. Not really my type either, but like I think objectively, Jamie Kimmel Bauer is an attractive young man, but one and like the character of one and the personality of one. If you're into one, I have to clip this and send it to Sam. If, she's if, in love with him. If you're into one. You're probably into the Joker. You're probably into the Darth Mauls of the world. Like, there's like serious, sh- like, the like Doc Ock maybe. At least that's not my type. Green Goblin. At least that's not my type. I mean, like, to each their own, but also like, see, my look type at yourself so in the worse. mirror. Think about your Do life. Do a little choices. evaluation, maybe. Reevaluate. And um, you're in love with this guy that just murdered a bunch of kids. Yeah. It's, it's giving Anakin Skywalker. Yeah. I don't know. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this next hot take is a bit of a steamy one, isn't it? A little bit. This person says, Jancy is better than Stancy. If you don't know what that means, uh, Jonathan and Nancy, better than Steve and Nancy. Thoughts? I disagree. I also I'm, strongly disagree. I'm a Stancy disagree. guy myself. Bro, um, fuck Jonathan this season. He's right pissing me off. I mean, they're not just clear with each other's intentions for the relationship, especially Jonathan. I'm going to go thing. to community college and not tell her, right? Isn't that his thing? Like, yeah. He's like, I'm well, not going to tell her. I like Jancy season two. I'm I'm a sucker for a good trope. I grew up with One Direction and reading One Direction fan fiction, so you know I love a good Wattpad trope type of a relationship. Does that do those words mean anything to you? No, and don't don't even waste your <laughs> breath. Just move on, please. <laughs> I love a good trope, and I love the trope of Jonathan and Nancy in season two when they're at Murray's house and like their kiss, and it's like you know but after season two i'm done with it them in season three literally so annoying them in season four quite literally non-existent jonathan in season four sucks ass as a character and he sucks as a boyfriend he's literally the thing that pisses me off is he's like oh i'm gonna go to uh lenora community college but i can't tell nancy that because then nancy will drop emerson and come to community college with me thinking a little highly of ourselves aren't we jonathan you really think Nancy, girl boss Nancy Wheeler, is going to go to community college with you when you look like you haven't showered in four months? <laughs> it's a little presumptuous, I'd say. For sure. A little presumptuous. Yeah. yeah, I agree. I mean, he doesn't even like hit her up even, it seems. And like. also maybe like tell your girlfriend the truth. Yeah. How about that? And also maybe like put on a pair of pants and like grow a sack or something because he's like i can't leave my family i can't leave my mom and will yes you can go you gotta get out of here dude you gotta you gotta do something with your life 
Um, I think I genuinely think Jonathan is a waste of space this season. And I, I, re- I have nothing to add to the conversation about him. I don't give a fuck. I'm going to be really mad if they kill Eddie when Jonathan is right there. Right there. If you want to kill off an adult, Jonathan, right there. Yeah, do it. Cool. That's how I feel. Write him off. All right, next hot take. Kind of resp- kind of has to do with something we were talking about earlier. Eleven storyline is repetitive and boring. This is something I want to talk about because I feel like Eleven storyline in season four is literally them rehashing what they did with season two, but they're doing it better. Now, this to be said, it is still a little bit boring. I definitely think that when Eleven storylines on screen, I go on my phone. It's been like that for the past three seasons. Um, but it's essentially the same thing. Eleven is fully separated from the group. She is fully like on her own. Um, literally in her little memory thing or whatever, um, 01 tells her the exact same things 08 would tell her where it's like, um, go into an unlocked memory that like makes you angry or that makes you like, makes you feel like these really heavy emotions. Like it's the exact same thing that 08 has already told her and she's like learning it again. And it's like really funny because I think we're just supposed to forget that she ever like spoke to 08. Like, I think if they could remove that episode from Netflix, they would. Because he's just telling her the exact same things that she should have already learned from 08. And then if technically if it's a flashback, because he's telling her that when she's like a child, shouldn't she have already remembered that when 08 was teaching it to her? And it, I don't know. It's a whole thing. But it is it does feel very repetitive because it's essentially what happened in season two, just better because it's with 01. Yeah, I, I just like I actually kind of agree with this take. And I'm not in like now currently moving forward i think it will be a lot more interesting because of the whole revelation that was made mm-hmm. at the end episode seven but other than that it's 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 11 in a lab essentially being a lab yeah. a lab rat it's unfortunate they need to but stop it's just like separating 11 from the yeah, group if they want it was to be interesting when she was like trying to be normal like she with was fine angela in and then even at the beginning of season four it was yeah. interesting where she was trying to be normal because that was a new dynamic to her character but it's like we're back to square one it feels like and that's yeah. kind of frustrating. I'm upset that her head is shaved. I really liked her hair at the beginning of season four. Yeah. She looked so cute. She was embracing her Joyce Byers. I know. Love her. Yep. Um, okay. The next hot take is Lou Max is better than Malevin, which is Mike and Eleven, which is facts. So Lucas and Max is better than Mike and Eleven. Yeah. Yes. That's not even a hot take. Not even a hot take. No. Lucas and Max are my favorite relationship in... I honestly... Does I that think- just give you whiplash? No. You looked at me so fast. Oh, no. I was just going to say the most... I think your phone did something. I don't know why oh. it looked like that. But the most offensive thing I've had to watch in Stranger Things is... Uh, I don't like to say it. Mike and Eleven, like... <laughs> making out. <laughs> yeah, like tongue. Oy. Like, not just making out. They they're, were like, 13. shoving each other's tongues down their throat. They were throat. 13. It's, like, it is uncomfortable to watch. <laughs> Extremely. I don't like it. No, not at all. It's just... Ugh. Lucas and Ooh. Max are just the superior couple in every way shape and form at the end of season three when they're singing to dustin like making fun of him that's like one of my favorite scenes of them Mm. turn around look at what you see it's a good scene very good and i i love lucas and max and this season has been crushing me because they're not together and it's been physically making me ill and then you have like these really 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 sweet moments when like when Max is at Billy's grave and like Vecna takes over, the first name she screams out is Lucas. And then when Lucas like at the beginning offers her like a ticket to his game, she's like, "You really think I care about this stuff, Lucas?" But then she's like at her house and like listening to the game on her radio because she does care. Oh. Very sweet. Uh, very very sweet. Very sweet. Very very sweet. Yeah. Okay. Next hot take <laughs> um, is Nancy is such a good character. I don't know why people hate her. I think she's a really great character. I think she has her moments. I think, and when I say that, I mean like, first of all, Nancy season one, peak, peak of a character. Holy crap. Like Nancy season one is like what I want to be. You yeah, know what I yeah. mean? That's like, honestly, like I was 16 when that came out and I was like, I was down tremendously for them. I, I do not blame you. But like, I haven't felt that way in any other season. It was just because of her hair. I don't know what it was, but I was like, my God, I get it, Steve. (laughs) (laughs) Steve, man, we understand you, dude. Man, they were such a good couple. Um, The thing about Nancy is that season two, Nancy, I'm honestly fine with her. I don't have the main gripes with her. Um, But season three, she does this thing that like really triggers me where her and Jonathan get in this fight after they get fired from the paper. And Jonathan's like, 
Nancy, like, you, like, I know it sucks that these dudes were, like, sexist and stuff, but, like, we were interns, and, like, you can't have everything just handed to you on a silver platter. Like, you have to work your way up in the world, and, like, you, you're not going to go from being an intern to, like, front page reporter within, like, less than a month. Like, that's just not how it works, and he's, like, upset that she got them fired because he's, like, I have uh, college tuition pay, and I have mortgage to pay. Like, he's helping, like, his mom pay for the house and stuff. And he's, like, he's, like, I have, like, these responsibilities that you don't have. Like, to you, this is just a job. To me, this is, like, me paying for the things that I have to pay for for my family. And then Nancy's, like, you just don't understand what it's like to be a woman, Jonathan. And it's, like, listen, I love women. I'm a feminist myself. But, Nancy, for the love of God, just maybe shut up for, like, five seconds. Like, I've one of my pet peeves is when people can't really acknowledge their privilege, like, especially in, like, a show or whatever, and, like, Nancy's just, like, ignoring all of the privilege she has because she is, like, well, I'm a girl, and they were being sexist to me. So, that's why I literally broke the law and, like, trespassed and stuff or whatever. And it's, like, maybe, like, take it nancy in season three not my cup of tea um up until the end when she picks up a gun every time nancy picks up a gun i'm on her side which we have a shot of her with a shotgun in the quick like nba finals tv spot no we, we see like, that i think dropped. we see that shot in the in the main trailer maybe whenever the fuck we saw it she's got a shotgun so. she's got a gun ladies when, and gentlemen very excited for that um but yeah season three nancy not my not necessarily my vibe but i've come back around on her in season four that's for sure season four she's very much nancy drew back on the case type energy and i love that for her um so she's back on my good side uh this next hot take is also about nancy which it says nancy does not deserve jonathan or steve they are better off without her so they're taking a shot at nancy yes Wow. Listen, I think an argument could be made that Nancy doesn't really deserve Steve. There's definitely an argument to be made there. I there is a clear yeah. Would put so much money on the fact that Jonathan does not deserve Nancy at all. I agree. He especially in season four, Jonathan does not deserve that woman at all. No, and he's, he's doing the bare minimum from across the country. He is literally throwing his relationship yeah. away Absolutely. with her yeah, with yes. the Hawkins it girl. Like you got Nancy fucking wheeler dude you got nancy wheeler and you're th- throwing Argyle's it away better i guess <laughs> throwing it away yeah it makes me sick jonathan does not deserve nancy and honestly let us not forget at this very point in time steve uh steve's better than nancy she she's really like uh abrasive towards robin which kind of rubs me the wrong way like read the room <laughs> as a fellow woman i as think you should be woman. able to pick up on the she cues. warms up to robin she warms up i to know robin. she does but i'm saying for a while it's like you and steve you and steve it's like i mean if if you know steve would you claim to um it's pretty obvious they're just friends even from the outside looking in in my opinion like yeah they hang well, out all the time but even some of our friends tend to struggle with the concept that steve and robin are just friends You'll have to explain that to me after because I don't know who you're talking about, but I don't want to have to cut and edit. So One of our friends it. thinks that uh, Steve and Robin are in game. Oh, okay. I yeah. thought... Okay, Regardless of that. Robin's literal sexuality. but <laughs> oh, I, I see what you're saying. <laughs> that's now. neither here nor there. Um, I think that Jonathan's not to serve Nancy, and I also think everyone just loves to just forget that he quite literally took pictures of her naked. Like, we've just forgot. Even Nancy herself has forgotten about that. And I don't understand why we just moved on from that. Let's talk about, like, I think people kind of, like, if I found out about that, like, I might break someone's camera, too. And, like, fuck with them. Like, I'd be pretty pissed off about it. Yeah. And people are like, that's so rude. Like, what? No, you were taking pervert pictures of my girlfriend, maybe. Maybe that's what that's about. Yeah, of my house as well. That, too. (laughs) You were trespassing? Yeah. Kind of like us. Fuck Jonathan, dude. This next hot take says, Eleven is not the main character. I think by definition, she is like the main character of the show, but she doesn't, This I don't know if this makes sense. She doesn't give off like main, main character, character energy. energy. Yeah, she's not like, I'm like, I'm that girl. Like there's other, like 
Max has main character energy. Mm. Like Steve has main character mm. energy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like even Dustin has it somewhat. Mm-hmm. But like mm-hmm. Hopper, of course, the way that he mm. lights that damn spear and he chucks it like a javelin mm-hmm. through the demo. We're like, this is main character energy. Eleven, a lot of the times, I don't. I, and you know what? I think it's because she's just adjust, adjusting. She's working on her social skills. She's I a few steps behind the kids. I still can't believe they put her in public school. She can't even speak <laughs> English yet, dude. She can't even form full sentences. That is insane. And they put her in public school. That's borderline abuse. <laughs> That's horrible. Joyce was wrong Throwing for that. The lambs to Joyce slaughter. was dirty yeah. for that one. Um, when it comes to, to eleven, little, you know. When it comes to eleven. <laughs> It's one of those things where it's like she is the main character, but she doesn't have the most screen time because they give the screen time to the fan favorites, you know, like imagine if I'd say the Creel House storyline had the most screen time, right? A thousand percent. And it carried. Imagine so if Eleven had the screen time of the Creel House storyline and the Creel House oh had the gosh. screen time of Eleven. Yeah, it would have been frustrating. That would have been yeah, maybe yeah, yeah. the worst season of yeah. the entire show. But I will say the Creel House storyline is the first time we've had like this big of a group of characters together. Yes. And that's why I love it's, it so much. It's, yeah, it's hard, it to, it's hard to clear. and it's not even I close. think, and the thing is, the thing with the Creel House storyline is that the storyline in itself is so interesting that it could have been any of the characters. Like if Jonathan and Will and Mike were following the Creel House storyline, it, it still would have been interesting because the Creel House storyline is just fascinating in itself. Um, it just also really benefits from the fact that all of the best characters are in the Creel House storyline. Uh, yeah, Steve, Eddie, Robin, Max. Dustin, Max, Dustin. and Lucas. I, think, I, I believe... Um, Don't forget Lucas. Okay. No lie, four of my f- top five favorite characters because Hopper's in Russia. But Ho- Hopper yeah, will be, Hopper's Hopper in my top five as well. Hopper's coming back to Hawkins. We'll I talk about that I wonder how the fuck week. he's going to get back. I'm telling you guys right now, and this is a sneak peek for my theory next week. Someone's dying or they're finding a gate to the Upside Down that will somehow transport them to Hawkins because they are not being like, all right, guys, let's hop on our nine-hour flight back to Hawkins, Indiana. And like, also, not Enzo has to die because they're not taking Enzo back to no, Hawkins yeah, yeah, with yeah, them. Exactly. So. Enzo's gone. We'll talk about that next week. Sneak yeah. peek. That was the end of our outtakes. Wow. Move by pretty fast. It was fun. Do you have any last minute ones you think want to throw out there? Um, quick, quick jab at it. A quick jab. I think that. No, I mean, I can't think of any hot takes off the top of my head. I think that we kind of touched on pretty much all the ones that we would have had. I think my hot take um, is that when it comes to everyone predicting deaths for the show, everyone's predicting like really obvious choices and i have one then but i'll wait for you to go first i think that we're overlooking a lot of characters that could die like i genuinely think robin could die this season 100 percent because she is a fan favorite so it would affect the audience really really strongly like everyone would be really sad if robin died but she doesn't have like a really deep connection with all the kids in the group so it doesn't really affect the kids all that much but it would affect nancy and it would affect steve and it could affect Nancy and Steve's relationship if Nancy were to see Steve's reaction to Robin dying. This is true. She has no ties yeah. to the rest of the group, like familial or otherwise. And I think it's she's unfortunately expendable. So I'm worried for Robin. But everyone's like, oh, it's going to be Eddie. Because Eddie's the new character and Stranger Things loves to introduce new characters and then kill them off. Which is true, but also Stranger Things likes to introduce new characters and keep them around. Like Max, Billy, Murray, Sam Owens. So, maybe they'll keep Eddie around. I'm really, really hoping they do. My hot take is that we will all love Brenner by the end of the show. Really? Yeah. I, I think, think Brenner's I, dying. I I do too. I think that Brenner <laughs> is gonna like... I think he slaps the collar on 11, dude. I think we're gonna hate him. I know. I'm just throwing it out there. That's why it's like a hot take because I just don't know. I feel like he's going to end up like by the end, he is going to like kind of admit basically like be like I was just terrible all along. He's going to like sacrifice himself for a letter or something. I think the exact opposite. I think the whole thing with Brenner is he's not a bad guy inherently. I think he's a scientist that's gotten lost in the science when it comes to all the stuff with the kids in like 1979 and all that stuff. Um, cause he very clearly cared about all those kids. Um, I think that's why they almost put that scene though, and the showing his life and like mm-hmm. his routine and his relationship with them so that they could kind of plant the seed of maybe he'll have a turnaround. But I think the thing is, is that because he's a scientist that's lost in the science, I think when Eleven gets her powers back, she's going to be like, okay, time for me to go to Hawkins. Like Sam Owens promised. I think Sam Owens is biting the dust. hundred percent dead. And I think that, um, 
Papa's going to kill Sam Owens when Sam Owens like is like, okay, 11, mm, let's go to I, Hawkins. I think the government, the those government dudes that like shot up the house, you know, the buyer house, I think they're going to be the ones that kill Sam Owens. Well, whoever, I think Sam Owens is getting killed and then Papa's going to be like, you're not going anywhere, 11, and he's going to throw the collar on her. Um, and then she's going to uh, fight the collar. This is all going to happen before season five because she is not. If she's still a damn lab rat in season five, I'm. No I might swear off the show. She's going back to the. <laughs> she's going to the Krill house. No, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like this is going to happen like quickly. If you think like, yeah, I think the show quickly. opens with the explosion. Because the last thing we saw was her talking to okay. O one. Yeah. So it makes sense to pick up there. Because they, they <laughs> said they they said they had no intention to break it up in the volumes. Yeah. So it would make sense for the next episode to pick up where the storyline left off. Correct. Either that or it'll pick up with Nancy still being um, in Vecna's little mind yep. thing. Yep, yep, yep. But that about does it for this episode of the podcast, I Indeed, believe. It does, yep. Good little, fun, little, quick, a little episode. Um, let us know if you have any Stranger Things hot takes down below or if you strongly agree or disagree with anything we've said in this Please video. Do. Yep. We love to hear what you guys have to say. Indeed. Follow us on Instagram, TikTok. We have been very inactive there. <laughs> Maybe we'll try and post more clips. You know how we are. I'm definitely going to clip this podcast and post some of it on my page. I've been really working on growing my Instagram lately. Me and Chris, it's really funny. We've, we're both in a period of growth in like our respective fields. Chris has been doing his YouTube shorts and stuff, and that's really been helping grow his YouTube. And I've been doing my Instagram reels, which has been helping me grow my Instagram. Like I'm trying to hit 50K on Instagram before June ends, so... I think you can do it. I think you can hit 30K by the end of June. Wow. That's a high number. That'd be cool. Face yeah. on me. We'll see what happens. Love to see it. Um, but yeah, if you guys are you know listening here on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, leave us a nice review. It helps out. Subscribe to this channel. We're trying yeah. to grow the podcast uh, channel. Make sure to hit the like button. It also really helps out. Subscribe to you know all of our social medias. Follow us. They're all linked down below as well. Yeah. And uh, next week, sneak peek. Stranger Things for Volume 2 Final Predictions. I think. I think that'll be a fun one. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And then the next one after that. We'll have seen it? Probably a, vol <gasps> probably a Volume 2 like spoiler Oh my time. god. I can't wait. Um, 11 I might, days, dude. 11 if, days. If Eddie dies, though, I don't think I can talk about it. You'll have to. I don't want to. You'll have to. I don't want to. You'll have to. I don't want to. I had to talk about things in life when my sports team loses i have to face those demons okay the love i feel for eddie is far different i know i'm just saying like far more intense shit all right we'll see what happens that does it for today you guys stay unusual mm -hmm.